This May, we have the power to make our voices heard through our fundamental right and also our responsibility to vote. The pressure is on making sure you are choosing the right people. The question is, are you ready to vote for this upcoming 2022 national election? Welcome to Shading Someone on Your Ballot, a voters education podcast brought to you by Podcast Network Asia in partnership with Lente and Meta, powered by Podmachine. In this episode, we are going to talk about the election day reminders and how we can vote safely during the COVID-19 pandemic, okay? But before we begin, first and foremost, let's introduce our special guest, Ms. Brisa Rosales, Project Director from Lente. So welcome to the show and how are you doing, Ms. Brisa? Hi, Pao. I'm good. Hi. Um, currently, nararamdaman na yung election, but currently we are also focusing on the preparation for the 2022 national local election. So, could you tell us more about what you do at Lente? Yes, yes. But basically, our organization... Actually, I want to start introducing our organization. So, Lente means Legal Network for Truthful Election. And our core objectives are to do public education, uh, partnerships, public education, capacity building, election monitoring, and to lobby for electoral reforms. And being the project director of the elections team of Lente, so I am in charge to those mentioned objectives of our organization. Actually, sabay-sabay namin tong ginagawa ngayon. But what is more pressing is the preparations for our election operations as we only have 21 days to go. So sana tama yung bilang ko. 21. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. At, the, at the time of this, yeah, at the time of this, uh, no, before this, yeah, it's going to air much later. But yeah, 21 days Uh-oh. from now. So, as I spearhead the entire operation, so medyo sleep-deprived tayo ngayon. Pero I must say na <laughs> lahat ng nasa lente ay sleep-deprived. Well, you don't look sleep-deprived <laughs> if that helps. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. And that's, that's amazing. That's a lot of JDs. Uh, yeah, I can only imagine how much stuff you're going through right now. And thank you for taking the time to be with us today. So... What will be the difference between today's election from the past 2016 national election process, uh, especially in the light of the pandemic? And of course, it's been six years, so there must have been hopefully some technological advances that have occurred in the past six years that would change the landscape of the way voting takes place and uh, our voting behavior. So. Would you happen to know how that goes? Yes, yes. So I'll start first with the with regard to the differences. No, so with regard to the election process, one of the highlights, of course, is that our elections this year will be conducted during a pandemic. So the general instructions, for example, the process uh, during campaigning on how to conduct properly the campaign, the voting, and all other stages in the electoral cycle. For example, the filing of Certificate of Candidacy and the upcoming voting on May 9. They were all crafted in the context of the COVID-19 pandemic. So we will be expecting innovation. So for example, there are the health and safety protocols in every voting center and even in the polling places or the precinct. Actually, ito hindi na difference. I would just like to add that uh, this is with uh, regard to your question. 
with regard to the technological advancement, but with, with regard to the machines that we will be using for this 2022 national local election, I would just like to add that we will be using the same machines. It is now called the vote counting machines or VCM. So hindi na siya PICOS or yun yung tawag natin before, yung precinct count optical scan. Not to be confused with polycystic ovarian syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, if you search it, yeah, yun lalabas. Yeah, so if you search a VCM, uh, probably, I don't know, subdivision in lalabas, ganun. Iba na. The main difference talaga, of course, is still the COVID-19 pandemic. It's inescapable. And up until now, hopefully the cases go down and um, it doesn't spike during election day. So I hope we can use this time to remind everyone to hopefully to keep yourself safe as much as possible and as soon as you vote get out of there so that we could all have our time and not have the precincts as crowded as the last election hopefully okay well well i guess we touched on this but we're moving on to part one um in this episode we would like to know what you we should expect from the new normal election day process so for today's so-called new normal election process can you share with us in more detail what is the adjustment that has been made by the iatf and comic for this election has the allotted time for voting change like um yeah we've mentioned that there will there will be centers that will be dedicated towards covid19 uh, and all precincts but has it changed that from like an hour or so to a little bit shorter okay we'll start with regard to the allotted time for voting so voting hour is, is, is extended. So it will start at 6 o'clock and will end at 7 o'clock p.m. So meron tayo at least 13 hours to vote. 13 hours to cast your votes. Uh -huh. So per clustered precincts, so there will be 800 voters. So this is actually, I compare siya just to discuss the terminology. So we, when we say voting center, it is the public school where we will vote. When we say polling precinct, it means the classroom or the polling place where we will be shading our ballot. So para mas klaro lang ano yung difference between voting center and the polling place. So going back with regard to voting hours, so we have 13 hours to vote. So per, per polling place or yung clustered precinct mo, so your expectation, there will be 800 voters per precinct. So expectation dyan, mayroong queuing outside the polling place. So medyo mahaba siya because uh, yung makakaboto sa isang polling place, five voters lang at a time. So hindi siya sabay-sabay. And like before, na kapag may bakante na naupuan, you'll be allowed to vote. So dito, you, you will be waiting for your turn to vote. So five voters lang at a time. So for bigger, uh, bigger voting centers or public schools, there will be holding area. This is to accommodate at least 10 voters. So dito sila maghihintay. So para to manage the uh, crowd and the queuing. There will be also temperature and health check in the entrance of the voting center. So, so pagkapasok mo, actually, this is, hindi naman na siya bago dahil two years na natin siyang ginagawa yung pag-practice ng safety and health protocols. But this will be employed and applied during our voting on May 9. So, your expectation when you enter the voting center, there will be a triage. So, meron temperature and health check. So, if you will register at 37.5 Celsius and up during the temperature check or, or your you have symptoms on the day of the election. So you will not be voting on your regular polling place. 
So we will be voting in this isolation polling place. So ito bago din siya pao. Kasi itong isolation polling place na to, it will cater the symptomatic voters. And those voters nga who will register 35.5 Celsius and up. So ito, sama-sama uh, silang boboto dun sa isolation polling place setup. So aside dun sa triage, uh, temperature and health check, there will be also sanitation areas before you enter the polling place. So mag-sanitize ka lang then before you will be allowed to vote. So to also manage the crowd, the queuing, meron ding mga additional personnel. So they will be acting as COVID-19 marshals. So sila yung magcha-check kung tama ba ang pagsuot ng face mask, face mask nitong particular voter or hindi ba nag-face mask nitong voter na to. So they will be uh, uh, acting as COVID-19 marshal. So aside from the triage section, ito last na, there will be separate entrance and exit for voters. So may designated entrance, so hiwalay din yung exit. So ngayon, uh, hindi na siya yung magsasalubong, yung mga voters. So yung layout talaga ng public schools or ng voting centers ngayon. So ito, um, maayos naka, nagagawin na ating mga electoral board members. So medyo madaming preparations na ginagawa. And, that, and that's nice to hear. Pero yeah, makikita mo talaga for sure yung difference this election season. Kasi dati, my grandmother would always bring me to whenever she would vote as in that's uh, so i was just that seven-year-old kid you just come in vote and then and then get out so, actually oh. yun yung pao yung yung isa sa ano innovation din so yung mga botante hindi sila allowed to stay in the voting center so once you cast your vote, talaga alis ka na. So ba medyo bawal ka nang makipagchismisan doon sa loob. So for the kids, yeah. You can't bring your kids nowadays. Yeah, huwag yung gagawin yun. And then uh, voting, you just vote. Yun, yun lang talaga yung pwede yung gawin. However, I'm really concerned about with all these innovations, with all these things that we have, they're preparing for. This is a very Filipino thing. Longer lines delays then are the common things we experience every election day especially so how do you think that the iatf will adhere to health safety and protocols in this given situation and still manage the long lines and the possibility of delays especially power na ang voting sa pilipinas is very communal so kapag bumoto kami sa kasama mo yung pamilya itulad ng kwento mo yeah same kasi hindi na ako bago sila magmajong kasi mga amiga na magkukumpula sila sa isang gilid tapos sila pagmamadong diba parang bawal tayo bumoto ng solo so dapat kasama mo yung family actually so but uh, Comelec and IATF addressed that problem by providing more um, support staff and personnel to be deployed in the different voting centers. So ngayon, uh, mandated to deploy at least a medical personnel who will be stationed all throughout the sa 13 hours. So kung may naramdaman ka or biglang sumakit yung ulo mo or may mga concerns ka about the health and safety protocols being implemented in the voting center. So merong medical personnel. Actually, what we've uh, observed during the Palawan plebiscite, actually that was the first uh, election exercise implemented in the Philippines during a pandemic. So kung ano yung nangyari during the Palawan plebiscite. So ito yung in-apply 
ngayon 2022 national local elections inimprove lang through different election simulation and mock elections so this this is to address yung mga uh, prevailing problems yeah Mm-mm. so yung um, pagdagdag ng medical personnel and additional support staff so mayroon tayong tinatawag na safety and health protocol officer so iba pa siya dun sa medical personnel itong si safety and health protocol officer is tasked to man and marshal talaga and call out those voters who are not following the health and safety protocol oh, I love that I like I like that job I wish I had applied oi bawal yan ganon joke lang actually ganon ganon talaga siya ganon ganon yung parang nandun ka pa lang sa entrance, you will be called out eh. Sabihin sa'yo na prayer your, uh, uh, wear your mask properly. Oh, that's smart. And um, yeah, so actually ngayon naman iniisip ko, like, like yung pumapasok sa isip ko while thinking about this, like how can I help as a voter? Because five lang yung pasok. Paano kung lahat tayo dito, lahat tayo doon pumunta ng 12 p.m. ganun, or like lahat tayo doon pumunta ng 1 p.m. And then, Diba, the whole morning, chill lang sila, nakukula sila, ganyan lang sila, nagkakape-kape lang yung mga volunteers, and then biglang dadagsayong mga tao. So, yeah, I think um, it's wise to tell everyone na if you can come early, then I guess better. Actually, Pao, yung lumabas nga sa time and motion study, um, diba, to determine kasi yung number ng voters per cluster person. So, merong ginawang uh, time and motion study, ang uh, COMELEC. So this was done through the election simulations and mock elections. So yung nakita sa time and motion study, yung influx ng voters. So sobrang dami niya, di ba, pag opening ng polls. So nandun yung uh, madaming boboto sa umaga. So yung kukonti yung boboto, yung around lunchtime, yung mga patay na oras, di ba, sa yung tawag sa atin dito sa Pilipinas. So patay na oras siya. Actually, that's the best time to vote. Kasi kakonti yung oras. So yung influx talaga, andun siya sa una, sa opening, and then yung closing ng polls. Mm, yung humahabol or yung... Oo. What requirements do voters need to bring for this new normal election, do you think? Like for sure, your vaccination card. Actually, hindi siya required, ha, yung vaccination okay. card mo. Uh, you just have to wear your face mask. Okay, that's smart. Yeah. And mas mabilis. Oo, kasi di ba marami rin nagsasabi na to bring also your... ID or your COMELEC registration or your voter certification. So, hindi yun lahat required. Kasi what will appear, so meron kasing tinatawag na election day computerized voters list. Oh, and you should have had that that nung nag-apply ka. For yeah. Okay, Kung that's ano my... yung kinuha sa'yo during your voter registration. So, di ba, they captured uh, a picture, kinuha din yung fingerprint mo, oo. So lahat ng yung kinuha sa'yo, mag-a-appear yun doon sa master list on election day. So that's the way on how our electoral board will I verify your identity bago ka bigyan ng balota. So mag-a-appear lahat ng kinuha sa'yo during your biometrics registration. Okay, so you just have to go there bring normal stuff siguro like ID, whatever. Actually, yung dapat dalhin ay ballpen. So you bring your own ballpen. Oh my God, oh my God, that's me. Hoy, sa mga katulad ko na never nagdadala ng ballpen, ang hihiram ng ballpen, na, tapos na, minsan nauuwi pa yung mga, just ko, magdala na tayo ng ballpen, mga friends. <laughs> 
Gusto ko yung na-uuwi. My God. <laughs> kasi, kasi kung konti yung supplies oh ng ballpen. So, para hindi ka na humawak doon sa ballpen na pare-parehong hahawakan ng 800 voters, you bring your own ballpen. Sige, dahil birthday ko niya, mag-donate ako ng ballpen sa main. Okay. Ah, that's nice, pal. <laughs> And so, yeah, so let's... Let's dive right into it. Part two, voting guidelines, do and don't, since we've touched the bases on it. So through voting, Riza, we have the power to bring changes we want in our society. And as they all say, and some don't, like me, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> so we ask this question, what are the things that voters can do before they go to the place? Can they bring their list or código of their chosen candidate? Actually, it's very important. So before uh, before election day, check your precinct number and sequence number. Na. So voters' lists are already posted sa bulletin board sa field offices ng ano, kung saan ka nakatira. So you can already check there. So tingnan mo na yung precinct number mo and sequence number. Kasi that would really help. Hindi ka nadadagdag dun sa queuing or crowd kung saan tinitingnan yung pangalan and precinct number on election day. Actually, kasi ngayon pa lang, check mo na. And then, um, if Comelec will be launching its online precinct finder, so mal- maano rin yun, malaking tulong for the voters to check their ano, uh, precinct and sequence number. Actually, that's the best thing to do ng mga voters before election day. And yung kodigo, actually, allowed siya kung ikaw yung gumawa. Kung ikaw yung naglista, and ikaw mismo yung, ano, alam mo, nasulat kamay to, kapag na-call out ka, okay lang yun, kasi ikaw yung gumawa. Pero kung yung kodigo na yun ay yung mga pinamimigay, syempre, madami niyan eh, di ba, election day, marami sa, sa may school, Uh, sa paligid ng voting center. So, yun, bawal yon So, bawal mo dalhin yung mga ganong klase ng uh, uh, kodigo na galing sa iba. Pero kung sarili mong gawa, okay lang. Okay. So, now we talked about... Actually, I agree with that. Na parang, it's so much easier. As in, my lola would always have, have that list, you know? Like, coming in. Tapos, so, ang bilis lang. Kasi, syempre, especially pag when you're, you know, hitting 60, hitting 70 some names de ba parang nakalimutan mo na or para or nakalimut syempre hindi na to ano no by heart sometimes you know and or minsan may nakakalimutan ka tapos um, minsan Uh-oh. nicknames nila yung alam mo so de ba ang lalabas dun sa name so yeah it's better to know their actual names to know what their number there are their, uh, yung, what number yung pangalan nila sa balota and yun so so much easier So we've t- touched bases on what you definitely should bring. So that's one, I think that's two things then. A código and a ball pen. Recommended código requirement yung ball pen. Okay, so, Paolo, <laughs> ball pen. Okay, so, what should voters bring and not bring during voting? Can they also bring food? Um, should they expect, long, since they expect probably longer lines or since since mas mahaba and then, and then they don't want to go out. What what do you think they should bring or not bring? They should bring a lot of patience. <laughs> so patience. Actually, sure. patience kasama yan sa dadalhin. But actually, yung kailangan mo lang dalhin just to be sure. So, okay lang naman magdala na rin ng valid ID. Kasi valid ID naman will be required if there is someone challenging your identity. Yeah, like me, naka-blonde na ako. Blonde na yung hair. Oh, yeah. So, that's the only instance na magpapakita ka ng ID 
Kasi um, many are saying na required na yung ID, but ID is yeah. not required. Actually, yeah. Um, I don't want to sound like I am promoting this, pero kasi some of our, uh, some trans, people of the trans experience actually have a hard time when it comes to this. Kasi baka nag, ang laki ng change nila, nag, uh, nag-feminization surgery sila at the time nung nagkasila ng, ano, are, are they, what they applied, di ba? Diba? So for those of us, especially during the pandemic, so people during the pandemic, ah, sorry, um, andito na ako kasi um, I'm, I'm studying to become a plastic surgeon. So there are also people who want to, to yung biglang nag-change your face nila, ganon. So it's nice to have your IDs, your documentation, all that stuff. Yeah, kasi yung friend ko, actually, she had trouble. Dun, dun din, nung nag-apply siya for yung, can, yung, ano to? Registration, voting registration. Kasi nga, hindi na, hindi na nagmamatch yung mga IDs na binibigay niya. So, bring recent, as much as you can, bring recent IDs if you're a person from the trans experience. I know um, this is like microaggression and this is hard But yeah, I think um, it would really help you a lot from a lot of stuff. Yun. So yun yung sa akin. Kasi yun nga, may friend nga ako na pag nag-register siya, nagpapabakuna, ganun. Parang iba talaga yung, lumala, yung passport picture niya sa ano I love you, girl. <laughs> so yun. Um, uh, bringing cell phones is allowed, right? During the election voting. But since we are in a generation where people love to take photos, selfies, TikTok, reels, whatever, are we allowed to do it? Are there rules in terms of sharing photos of the ballot? I personally would not do it, but for people who are thinking of doing it, let's hear it from Brisa. So a voter is only allowed to take photos or videos within the vicinity of the voting center. And important to ask consent also. Kasi because the same is different if the one is take, if the one taking the photo or videos are monitors, observers, or watchers of candidates because they are allowed to do that. So iba yung responsibility and right kapag ang nagtitake ng photos, videos ay mga monitors and observers or watchers ng candidates because they are allowed to do that. But important tulad na sinabi ko, yung consent. Especially when you are taking photos of a particular voter na gusto mo i-feature. So, very important to ask for his or her consent. So, when we say also watchers, we pertain to the watchers of candidates. And right nila mag-take ng photos or videos. But, uh, important to... Um, exercise or yung important principle na secrecy of the ballot. So, kapag nag-take ka ng photo or video, dapat hindi makuhaan yung content ng ballot. Kasi that would be violation of the ballot secrecy principle. So, kung, kung mag-take ka ng photo, make sure na kumukuha ka ng mga yung violations or mga irregularities in the actual proceedings. But kung gusto mo lang mag-documentation, you have to ask uh, for a permit dun sa electoral board member or yung mga poll workers na makikita mo inside the polling places. But kung mga watchers, observers, and monitors, they are allowed to do that. But yung uh, important reminder lang, do not uh, take photos of the content of the ballot. Yeah, but so girls, boys, ladies, gentlemen's in between non-binary people if you want to do it for content um you, your ballot is not going to get any likes just get out there um mag- thumbs up na lang kayo or something outside of the voting precinct just to tell everyone that you voted and then encourage everyone to register come next um, election season so guys if you're only doing it for content you can do it outside you can do it 
right after. You could do it in your car. You could do it, um, yun, pag nakauwi na kayo sa bahay, where it's safer, it's wala kang naaabala. And I hope na parang every question that we go, just get out there and vote and then get out. Kasi, like, so that we don't crowd up these places. Then. So, what should voters do if the receipt shows the name of the candidate they did not vote? <laughs> oh, nga, and actually, daming uh, complaints na ganyan. It ha- does it happen? Does it happen? Uh, do you have statistics on like how often that happens? Though? Um, actually, uh, walang proven na cases na nangyari siya. Though may mga nagre-report, but wala yung, walang napatunayan pa, even uh, isa. So wala pang napatunayan na ganong case. But uh, part ng procedure, in, in case merong mga lumabas na ganyan. So uh, kung hindi pareho, yung resibo or yung tinatawag na VVPAT doon sa uh, binoto, binoto mo doon sa baloto mo so we will be asking the electoral board chairperson so the EB chairperson so lapit ka doon so pakita mo na hindi pareho yung binoto mo kasi uh, you want to file a, an objection or protest against doon sa uh, lumabas na resibo oo so ang papagawin sa iyo so you will be asked to sign the receipt the back of the receipt so you sign mo yan so you will give the receipt again to the EB chairperson then it will be attached on the minutes of the actual proceedings kasi entertain yung objection mo na yan eh so you will be asked to sign the back of the receipt uh, meaning kapag may may sign yung back you have an objection so ilalagay yun sa minutes it will be stapled so ilalagay ng EB chairperson on what happened ano yung uh, complaint mo or your objection mo or yung protest mo and then um sabay-sabay siya na ano na ihuhulog ulit yung kasama yung receptacle doon sa ballot box kasi uh, actually that's that's the only process na available to you if you have an objection or protest you will just be signing the receipt at the back of the receipt i mean so yun lang yung pwede mong gawin and then yung afterwards jan you can, you can report also to the nearest or the comelec officer of your city or municipality na iba yung natanggap mo so that's the only process or procedure available to the voter based on the current uh, procedure that's a lot but it's worth it if it actually does happen. Actually, paudagdag ko lang, meron din sa procedure na yung mga frivolous na complaints, yung alam mo nang gugulo lang or gusto mo yung manggulo na actual proceeding. So, pinagbabawal yon. And kapag napatunayan na nang gugulo ka lang talaga, it is an election offense on the part of the voter. Oh, dang. Same, madama-dama yung ganun eh, na gusto mo lang manggulo, ganyan. So, yun yung you know, iniligay na safeguard para dun sa mga gusto lang manggulo. So, yeah, your complaints should actual should be actual complaints at hindi yung barang hala, bakit wala dito mong ano, caviar para dito sa kaibigan ko? Bakit wala? <laughs> diba? Yung mga ganun. So, yeah. Behave, everyone. What should voters avoid so their ballots will not be void by the PCOS machine? I know. Dapat i-shade mo na maayos. <laughs> ano na ha? Vote counting machine. VCM. <laughs> Joke lang. Ganun kasi sa amin sa ano, yung sa Santo yung sa school, ganun palagi sinasabi sa amin. So, paano hindi ma-reject yun mo? I-shade mo naman ayos. Ganyan yung sa med school. Like, Pero totoo yan. Mm-hmm. Pero totoo yan, to shade fully the oval, i-fully, i-fully shade mo kasi para mabasa siya ng makina. Di ba yun? Based... Nung panahon pa ni mga uh, <laughs> Panahon pa ni mga uma. <laughs> so, para mabasa siya. At least, kailangan ng 25% na threshold. 
That is 25% shaded siya. So actually, may iba't ibang forms ng 25%. Pwede kasing meron mga voter na nagtuldok lang na dalawa. Meron nilagyan ng uh, half lang, almost half. Pa- pero gusto natin i-fully shade mo na yung balota. So... Also, wag maglagay ng mga distinguishing marks, especially if you don't have kodigo. Diba, for the multi-slot positions, for example, senators, so medyo marami ka iboboto. So you, you need 12 or at least lesser kung gusto mo konti lang iboboto mo. Minsan, may mga nangyayari na medyo nagtutuldok ka. Yun, yun nilalagyan mo just to, para yun yung sign na okay, naboto mo na siya. So actually, it will count as distinguishing marks. So baka hindi yun mabasa ng uh, machine kasi nagtuldo ka sa tabi or yung af- right after the name of the candidate. So kaya dapat um, ibilangin mo rin mabuti kasi dapat hindi ka mag-overvote. Oo, sinade mo lahat. So hindi yung makakount kasi overvoting, hindi talaga nakakount siya. May invalid yung vote mo for that position only, hindi naman doon sa lahat. Kasi for example... Uh, nagboto ka ng 50 na senator so invalid yung vote mo doon sa ano na yun. But okay lang mag-undervote. So kung konti lang yung binoto mo, okay lang yun. Basta wag mag-overvote. Okay. But the most for positions like uh, president or oh, one one lang. Pag no, no oh, isa lang. Overvoting na. Vice president just one or overvoting na. Senators, 12 or overvoting. Basta, yeah, make sure. Okay, campaigning during election day is prohibited. Yeah, guys, guys, alam niyo to. Or if not, good to know. What if a person shows up in the voting precinct wearing a t-shirt of a presidential candidate that is considered campaigning? How will it Let be addressed. What can we do to the situation? Actually, voters are advised not to wear T-shirts na may color na ma-attribute to a particular candidate kasi it will qualify to unlawful electioneering. Kasi on the part of the candidate, they are not allowed to campaign na on election day. But the voters then, ganun din yung prohibition. We are not allowed to campaign to any of the candidates. Kaya even yung simple wearing ng mga particular color ng shirt. So, dapat medyo i-avoid. I-avoid talaga dapat ng candidate, ay, ng, ng, ng voters kapag pumunta ka doon sa, sa voting center mo. Kasi ganun din yung ano, ganun din sa candidate eh. Bawal sila mga panya. So, yung ganong klase ng pag-wear ng t-shirt, so baka mag- magpa-qualify siya sa unlawful electioneering. Kasi part ng unlawful electioneering, actually, yung namimigay ka rin ng mga yung kodigo or mga titawag na yung mga polietos. Yung mga ganyan. So, bawal yan. Oh, so bawal yan. So ganun yung mga forms ng unlawful electioneering kasi bawal ng mga kampanya for a particular candidate. Pero ngayong campaign pao, okay yan. Kasi allowed pa ang candidates to campaign. So ganun din sa mga uh, voters. You are allowed to freely express kung sino yung, yung sila supportahan mo. Since 21 days na lang, kung marami kang shirt of a certain color na kinakampanya mo, Tutin mo na sila lahat, tapos ishoot mo sa labada ng May 8 para, para hindi mo siya masot sa May 9. Ayan, so... Pero mahirap yan ha. Mahirap yan actually monitor. But yan, yan baka lang mag-fall ka doon tapos may mga mata na nakatingin sa'yo tapos identified ko yung particular candidate. So mabuti na rin nag-iingat. Yeah, shoot nyo lahat sa labada, okay? Alam nyo na. Tapos yan, pagtakbo ko, every, every, ano, every pag-campaign period, every buwan magpapalit ako ng shirt color. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yun, so guys, alam nyo na, uh, this voting election, uh, parang during election, really, really the goal is to, to just make your voice heard. 
um, but you don't have to stand out in any way. You are a Filipino during um, voting, during the election more than anything else. So as long as you do, you, you cast your vote and then you get out of there, the, be- the better, the sooner the better. So ito, tips for first-time voters. Ayan, sa mga friends ko dyan na kaka-register lang. Ayan, as we move on to the last part of our episode, we have the question. First-time voters, the common questions are, about what they should do if their names are not written on the voters list. Well, you can check it out as soon as now, right? Uwi na. Joke Uwi na. lang. <laughs> you can check uh, it yes, out as yes. soon as now, right? <laughs> Just kidding. Oo. Oo, oo, Yun yung nakapost na dun sa bulletin board sa Comelec. Check na ngayon kasi wag na dumagdag pa dun sa mga hindi alam kung saan sila boboto on election day. But, in case you didn't check bago mag-election, your remedy actually, kapag yung una mong pupuntahan dyan is the voter assistance desk or yung VAD na tinatawag. So, hingi ka ng assistance. So, kung hindi makita dun sa database na yon, so, pupunta ka na lang dun sa alam mo na polling place kung saan ka talaga boboto kasi the electoral board has the master list. Kasi yung master list na tawag na hinahawak na electoral board, ito yung may ano mo, yung may mga details nung kinuha sa'yo during biometrics. Kasi iba yung iba yung voter list na nakapost lang kasi walang picture yon Kasi ano lang yon names and present number and sequence number. But iba yun do sa master list na hawak ng EB. Kung pag sinabi ng EB na talagang wala yung pangalan mo, that's the time to go home. So yung my final judgment ay si EB kasi sila yung may hawak ng master list. Well, would it help then if you had that voting yung number that you'd use na nag-register ka and then present it to if your name's not there or it's just your name or your details lang na mag-work? Actually, yung mag-work lang kung sino yung nasa master list. Kaya dapat ngayon ma-check mo na so kung alam mo na nag-register ka and you have this ano, small slip, di ba yung binibigay after your registration, punta ka kaagad sa COMELEC for possible reinstatement. Kasi that's the best remedy. I-check mo na ngayon so mas maaga mo siya ma-actionan. So, those who have never voted before, mainit. Yung naaalala ko kasi pagdating sa botohan, pinaka-naaalala ko, mainit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what should first-time voters expect in the situation in the voting precinct? Actually, bukod sa mainit, uh, crowded, especially kung malaki yung voting center mo and expect also the safety and health protocols to be implemented kasi ito talaga yung bago eh so for for first time voter at yung mga hindi pa nakaboto or yung nakamismomoto for three consecutive years so medyo hindi na niya alam mangyayari sa election so mainit uh, crowded and at the same time may mga bagong muka na makikita and yung mga safety and health protocols for sure oh, yeah. so guys where uh, no, where especially May, so it's gonna get hotter lang from here on. So magbalot-balot, yeah, you save your OOTD for outside. Um things to bring, I think we've touched on this, but again, face mask, ball pen, and for people who recently had plastic surgery, bring an ID recent valid so who are the people you should avoid talking to inside the precincts? Are there vote buyers? Oh my God, we should talk about this. Are there vote buyers, <laughs> biased poll watchers, and other intimidators allowed by the Comelec? Oh, so general rule, bawal talaga mga pagkwentuhan. So you're not allowed to talk. <laughs> with each other. So, yung kakausapin mo lang talaga mga electoral board. So, ba- bawal mga pagkwentuhan. But, 
Sino ba yung mga allowed no persons inside the polling place or the classrooms? So, yung mga allowed lang ay electoral board. So, tatlong electoral board members, then the watchers of the candidates, and then the observers, the accredited citizens arm, the voters who are voting, voters who are waiting for their turn to vote. So, silang, sila lang ang allowed sa isang polling places. Uh-uh, no one else. Yung mga security forces, um, PNP, AFP, they are not allowed to enter the voting center. May prohibition on their part kasi para sa voters, you have to exercise your right uh, freely, free from harm, threat, Intimidation. Without intimidation. So may mga uh, exceptions lang na kung kailan papasok yung mga security forces. But yun lang yung mga allowed inside the polling places. But actually, I'm also concerned about this. Okay, so the polling places are safe. So for us, na, us lay people, so syempre, on the way to the voting precinct, for sure, kung if there are people na ito, na vote buyers, and for sure, uh, they if they're not allowed out inside, they'd be surrounding the vicinity. So... I think it's nice also to give tips then to people who are first time voting to um, just be like kung sino yung pamilya mo yun na muna kausapin mo that time um, try not to interact as much as you can with other especially pandemic right so it's better to keep your distance from people during this time so yeah I think it's nice then to give that kind of advice na parang if they're not inside they might be outside and as much as you can avoid them that's correct diba? well, yeah, so. actually very important who to report for example, they uh, noticed na merong mga vote buyers talaga. So important, uh, kung nakita mo siya outside the voting center, you can report it directly to the PNP. Kasi they are stay, stationed outside the voting center. Kung nakita mo siya within the voting center, you can report it to the principal or yung DESO na tinatawag. But if it happened during uh sa place kung saan ka talaga boboto so medyo exceptional na tong case na to you can report it directly to the electoral board and then the electoral board will call the PNP outside it's nice, it's really nice to know all of these so basta when in, when in doubt report it to someone so who are the common like, authorized persons i think we've touched bases on that that's an so yeah i really think that, that that was a really insightful discussion especially for the first time voters and for those who are voting again to find out um, what's new? Basically, technically, it's just um, all the protocols for COVID pandemic and for a more streamlined process during election. Really nice tips about um, when to come, what to bring, and um, yeah, and to wear light clothes. Um, with all that said, we thank you so much, Miss Brisa, for enlightening us on this episode. How about you? Do you have any advice for our listeners? Actually, very basic advice lang. Check your precinct number, sequence number now. And wag nyo na i-check siya on actual election day. And then, uh, report election law violations and any irregularities to the PNP, to the DESO, and to the electoral board member on election day. And wag kayong matakot bumoto because uh, very important to increase the public confidence in the elections uh, for this upcoming May 2022. Um, mas, mas nakatakot ang hindi bumuboto kasi apathy kills the nation. So guys, boto tayo. Is there anything you'd like to promote? Ah, sige, i-promote namin yung mga shows namin. Uh, uh, yung radio shows namin every Saturday. It is designed for the persons with disability. 
So every Saturday, 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock. So makikinig nyo to doon sa FEBC Radio TV. And then we also have our regular video podcast every uh, twice a month. So actually, um, later, mamaya, mamaya and, and um, the upcoming weeks, so twice a week siya ginagawa. So you can watch it through our social media handles, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. That's wonderful. Yay. So the, that's, what's the handle again? Sorry. Uh, for our Facebook, we have Lente Philippines. For twi- Lente Philippines on Facebook. And Twitter and uh, YouTube, it's Lente underscore PH. Lente underscore PH. So Lente Philippines and Lente underscore PH. Uh, first one on Facebook, everything else. Um, yeah. Yung Lente underscore PH. So again, thank you so much, Miss Brisa Rosales, for sharing your knowledge about the things that we should prepare for and remember for the upcoming 2022 national elections. We remain hopeful for a brighter future, but that starts with you knowing how to shade someone on your ballot. Catch you on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pao. That was fun. <laughs> The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.